This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Super J Cost. I'm Joel, joined by Who? McDonald's. It is. Who, well, I was gonna do it Who are you? Okay. I, Who are I you? Jolie Two Kids. <laughs> well, actually, not yet. Not yet. Later on today, I will be Jolie Two Kids, uh, joined by Damon McDonald's. It is Friday, the 12th of November, and this is episode 184. And yeah, I've just realized I, <laughs> I have uh, a Super J Cast episode for. Both days that my children have been born. So, oh my goodness! <laughs> Imagine that! Holy shit! So, I, I you know, and the first one, the first one for when the, the day S was one, I believe that's the one when we annoyed everyone by reading the erotic fan fiction. So, <laughs> I wonder what hilarious things we're going to do to piss people off. Uh, to yeah, who do you want to annoy? Who do you want to annoy today? Yeah. Right? Who do you want to annoy today, Joel? <laughs> I'll tell you who I'm going to know. This is the AEW fans, but we'll save that. I'm, oh. I'm leaving that one in the holster, Damon. Oh, no. Oh, you so, so, so let's put, let's put the pro wrestling aside for a second. And let's, let's, get into the, let's get into the meat and the potatoes, if you will. How are you feeling? I mean, this is the, is to, the, today is your day, right? You, yeah, you're you're driving to the hospital today. Dave. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it is it's 5 a.m. now. And the C-section is set for one in the afternoon. Oh, my goodness. So in a matter of hours, please, God, you know, hoping everything goes yeah. okay. My my little baby boy, Arthur, he'll be joining us. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, I, I mean, I'm terrified. <laughs> it's going to be chaos. <laughs> like, we're barely struggling just, just managing to look after Esther as it is because she's such a handful. Yeah. But I've just, I'm just holding on to... The moment I just that the moment where Esther gets to meet Arthur for the first time, yeah, and I hope it's good. She better be happy because if she like starts crying or something, they're going to be like, "Oh fucking hell, this, <laughs> this isn't going to work, Mally." Oh, take it back. <laughs> um, how's she doing? How's Mally? Uh she's she's doing really well. She's staying very active and mobile, but and busy she's been like getting everything ready mm. all, all the equipment all the shit that you need for a newborn she's been sorting that out um but on the other hand she is absolutely destroying me like <laughs> i'm getting crucified for every little thing that i do wrong okay so Enough. you know i just like the whole you know i, I get up pretty early like five thirty every day you know work full day come home when i come home it's usually some sort of baby related thing you know i go straight from work to do something with Esther or go to the hospital and then it's, you know, sorting out a dinner, cleaning that up, giving her a bath, brushing right. her teeth, putting her to bed and then she's asleep. And then Maddie will be like, have you watched that YouTube video yet about how to install the, the new car seat? And I'll be like, oh no, I forgot. And she'll be like, you don't care about this family. You're too <laughs> selfish. You could do, you know, you're this, that, you could. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, you I care about that to... fucking podcast of yours. Yes. Yeah. yeah that yeah. fucking show of yours. <laughs> Oh my god! But as I keep saying, that that's the life of a dad. You you take all the shit and get none of the praise. Uh, well, listen, I could not be more happy for you. I am thrilled. I know this is an exciting day. I can't believe we're doing a show today. Cannot believe it. But uh, 
Let it be known. Look, the, the people have got to know our ice cold takes on power struggle. We, <laughs> we owe it to them, Damon. I mean, seriously, for all the bitching and moaning people do about us, I, I want people to understand that when, when you're ready to fire off that dumb fucking tweet that we don't give a shit about, just know. Like, the dude is doing a fucking show about New Japan Pro Wrestling on the day his son is born. I mean, that, uh, you, you know, wh- who, give me another show that's doing that. Give, give, I mean, period. Give me another show, period, in the history of broadcasting that, that is doing that, has done that. That is amazing. This is an amazing moment for me. I'm not going to lie. This is one of the greatest moments in my life. Uh, just doing this right now with you. This is amazing. That's it, Dave. I mean, the podcast grind is real. And there's a lot of people out there who think, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm. And get to about episode four and they're like, oh, this sucks. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. But here we are, 108, 184 episodes of this crap. We're still going. <laughs> We're still I, going. No. Again, I know we say it a lot. And – like I do this, this just we just happen to record it and share it with people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just and we wouldn't even share it. We just put it up there. If you want to listen, listen. Um, that's really what it is. You know, that's really what it is. And and that's not to say that like I don't appreciate everyone that listens. Like I, I'm still overwhelmed by people that actually listen. And and like I'm sitting well, here. And, speak for yourself, Damon. I'm I'm pretty ambivalent. You're done. Them. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> Could give a shit. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, look, uh, I'm excited. I know our listeners are excited. I know the uh, Two Daddy Joel fan club is excited. Um, so, yeah, let's let's get it. Let's get it recorded. You know, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for Mally. I'm so happy for your family. I love you guys, and and I wish you nothing but the best. And good luck today. You'll it'll you'll it'll be. It'll be over before you know it, and then you're going to be holding that kid in your arms, and holy shit. So good on you. Excellent job. Your sperm works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. I, mean, I, just, I, I just keep thinking back to that moment where we did the first cycle of IVF, and it, it didn't work. We didn't get any viable embryos, and the, the doctor texted me Oof. with that information, and Mally was still asleep. So I had to wake her up and be like, hey, the doctor's just texted. None of the embryos are any good. And like, she was just devastated, obviously. She was like, why why has it happened to us? And so I just keep thinking back to that moment thinking like, fuck me, I've got two. What is is going on here? Yeah, yeah, that sperm, you you might want to calm it down a little bit. You might want to take something (laughs) to calm that shit down. I'm booking a vasectomy today, Damon. I've had enough. (laughs) Hold hands while you're on the table. (laughs) While you're there, Doc, while you're tightening up things, can you loosen things up here? (laughs) Give a scalpel. I do it myself. Oh, Uh, So, yeah, big day and uh, get on Red Circle. Give us some fucking money. Yeah. I need it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy's got to pay you a new pair of shoes. Uh, Well, there we go. So now we transition smoothly from a... The miraculous gift that is uh, a birth of a child to World Tag League. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of housekeeping first, then, okay. we, we we're taking a week off, so yes. you won't be hearing us for about two weeks because you are off on your holidays oh, in Mexico, and I will be having some paternity leave. So we're going to have. I'm really excited about this. Actually, we have uh, my friend Alan, who 
good mate of mine. We we went together to Wrestle Kingdom 12. So my first Wrestle Kingdom trip, I went with Alan. So he loves New Japan just as much as me. Awesome podcast host. He, he did the Smartcast with me for years. So I thought he'd be the perfect co-host to, to fill in. And then as the, the Damon for the episode, we got the incredible Booze Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. So nice. I'm so excited. I, I, I'm going to make sure that all you listeners send her lots of questions about uh, the Golden Lovers to annoy her, uh, to make sure we, we get a nice and fired up so we get some takes. So that is going to be a, a, a spicy one, I'm sure. And then uh, I also, we've got so many great submissions from our listeners that I couldn't just be like, nah, sorry guys, we, we're not doing anything for you. So I thought we'd have a, a bonus fan or listener takeover episode where we get a bunch of these people yep. and they're all going to review about Best of the Super Juniors or World Tag League Show. We'll stitch them all together and there'll be a, a listen to Takeover Super Show because oh, to the, I, I sat on Sunday night and listened to them all and I was just like, fuck me. Mate. <laughs> These people are better than us. I know. <laughs> uh, I haven't given them much to work with. I mean, if, you, if <laughs> you've got to sit down and do your, your Super J-Cast cameo reviewing fucking Chase Owens and Farley against... Yoshi Hashi and Goto, whatever it is I've given them, then I, I apologize, but I'm sure they'll be able to make the proverbial chicken salad out of it. So yeah, you'll have two bonus episodes coming your way shortly. And I'm thrilled. I can't wait to listen to these. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I think just giving us, you know, a well-deserved break, um, you know, finally I get to uh, relax a little bit after I, you know, I got my, I got my uh, Xanax. I got a nice. I got a nice couple Xanax. Just waiting for me, Joel, to get on that fucking airplane. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, soon it'll be a margarita in my hand and my toes in the sand, and I cannot wait. Um, and you, Louis, says any packing tips for vacation slash holiday? Uh, uh, for me, packing tips? Yeah. Do I have any packing tips? Yeah. What's the strategy? Shove everything in one fucking bag. <laughs> And, and, and uh, yeah, that our goal. So we, we actually have had conversations about this. Our goal is, uh, no checked luggage, right? So we're just gonna, we're gonna just gonna do carry on. So we're being very frugal with what we bring. Cause you know how you always go away and it's like you pack for like, you know, you bring shit, you know, you're never going to fucking wear. And like, I just don't want to do that. We're not going to do that. So, um, we're going to pack lightly, but, uh, yeah, I just honestly, I'm our flight is on Sunday. I'm packing Saturday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now Cheryl, on the other hand, she's got shit all over the fucking bedroom. Like, oh, you know, this and that and the other thing. But even then, she said, I'm just just doing one carry on. So that is the goal. And another question here for Williams is predictions of what wacky things might happen in New Japan while you're gone. I mean, we, we, we can sort of guarantee there's there's, <laughs> there's going to be something like groundbreaking news yeah. that we're going to miss. I yeah, you know what? You're probably right. There's probably going to be something that's like monumental, and we're going to be like texting each other like, ah, <laughs> pick the pick the great week. Uh, well, that, I mean, listen, that gives again that gives our uh, guest hosts uh, some some room to breathe, right? Like get something to talk about and discuss, and and again, I. When we when we had this idea, I really wanted. I was excited to hear just a fresh voice uh, in this, and to, to give them a platform and let them let them listen by name only. Is it the Super J Cast? Um, I want them to do what they feel comfortable doing and talk 
and 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 hopefully there's banter and and a uh, chemistry between everyone. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I just I'm excited to hear somebody different, and and I definitely will be listening. So know that uh, it better be fucking entertaining. Now I was kind of hoping this uh, they would do some ratings, like who's a better performer on the microphone, me or Joel? Who's more attractive, me or Joel? Who's um uh, uh, who's got a better butt? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck right, our sperm motility. Well, yours is you're you're you know I'm please I, I'm lucky if I can get fucking hard at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a bonus for me at this point. I'm like, hey, look what I got. Jeez, I didn't expect this. <laughs> get the camera, <laughs> camera. Build a statue, build a monument. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I I, I will be listening. Uh, I, I will be listening at some point during this this voyage. So uh, good luck to everyone. I, that should be exciting. And uh, again, uh, I hope everybody tunes in and gives, and gives nothing but positive feedback. Okay. Uh, so shall I start by bearing the AEW then? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Please stop asking me questions about AEW. When yeah. I put out the call for questions, like half of them are like fucking... Oh, what do you think of this match on Dynamite? Which AEW guys would you like to see wrestle this one? What do you think about this AEW guy during this match? I don't yeah. fucking care. I don't watch it. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. I know it's great. I know people love it. I don't watch it. I'm not going to start watching it. I've explained the reasons why. Stop asking me questions about it. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I kind of feel the same way in this. I don't, you know, like if it impacts our world, it impacts our world. But like, one, I hate fantasy booking. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and fucking fantasy book. And two, um, I mean, again, if it, if if fucking Okada walks down the fucking ramp and challenges Kenny, great, we're going to talk about it. But until that time comes, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anything more boring to talk about. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's talk about Jay White now because ah. I've got a few things to get off my chest about oh, that no. case. So here's a quote. Fightful spoke with Jay White and asked about a report from earlier this year. White confirmed to Fightful that there was, in fact, WWE interest. Oh. And also reports that he signed a seven-year contract in 2018, which he denied. Oh. Uh, exactly like we fucking reported, Damon. <laughs> so I- I'm sure all the-, the Reddit mutants are forming an orderly queue to get their uh, apologies into us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many times we have to prove that we're right. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how many times we have to prove that we're right. And it seems like every time something like this happens, we have to, you know, go. Th- we have to. W- I mean, and we have people that defend this. I see it and I appreciate it. But like, I mean, is don't you think it's weird that we really don't talk about shit like that anymore? And it's not like we don't get information. We just we're done with it. You know what I mean? Like we're just fucking done with it. <laughs> like we all we, like, all we get is grief from it. Just people yeah. misquoting us, uh, where there is interest from WWE turns into oh these guys said that Jay White's going to WWE. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no we didn't. No, we and didn't. you know what? I don't. I don't even care because I don't want people like you as fans. Yeah. So go and get in the bin. <laughs> Man, you're saucy. You're gonna be you're throwing everyone under the bus today. Oh, no, anybody else? We should, we should do this show at this time regularly. We'll I know we have to actually. Uh, we, we, you think so? Do you think th- this is the new schedule? I think so. Does this work for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, it's five in the afternoon for me. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, I can sleep. It's hard with hockey season. 
because it's every night. Um, not every night, but a lot of nights. It's like I'm there till eleven thirty. I get home, I'm exhausted. Boom, sleep, wake up at five thirty, and do it all again. So, um, isn't that amazing? Like, I'm I, I'm sorry that to harp on the Jay White thing, but man, I don't. Here's what it is. Here's what I don't understand. I understand that people might be skeptical that a dumb podcast like ours could gain any traction with anybody that would be willing to give us or at least talk pro wrestling with us. And in that conversation of talking about pro wrestling, people share information with us. Like all the name dropping that people do, all the thing, you know, all the people that follow us, just just go down to our followers, the, the people who follow us, just go down that list. And I'm not saying anyone, we talk to any one of them on a regular basis, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people that fucking follow us. You know what I mean? Like just that doesn't tip you off that these we might be fucking clued in on some shit, some shit. Come on, people. Uh, listen, this is what I'm trying to say. We're fucking great. <laughs> all right, that's all also, right. It's important to keep in mind, like Jay White is a fucking liar. Like right. most of the stuff that he comes out of his mouth is gonna be working, it's gonna be bullshit, but somehow we managed to sift through all the bullshit and pull out the two nuggets of truth and uh, people still getting their knickers in a twist over that. So all of you can eat shit. That's, yeah. that's my last word on it. I love it. All right. Well who else who else is under the fucking bus? Let's go. We're on a roll. Chris Robinson. Let's let's get him next. Let's so get his him under the bus up in three months. All right. um, I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Would you, are you do you think he's going to stay? Do you think he's going to leave? Do you care either way? Because I mean, Juice is a guy like around 2018, 2019, I thought he was fucking great. I'm sure I'm on record on this podcast as saying I think he's going to be a future champion. Uh, but I think as a, a, a mixture of bad booking, right? Because mm-hmm. they didn't capitalize on that. He's always been the guy that was fed to the new WWE toy, whether that's been sorry, ex-WWT, whether that's Cody or, or Mox or whatever. Uh, bad luck, you know, things like him missing out on, was it King of Pro Wrestling in, in 2019? Yeah. Uh, where he wasn't able to make the Moxley rematch, um, injuries, pandemic, whatever. And also, I, I guess after all that, he's just kind of mentally checked out. So I, I think a combination of those things means, leads me to say he's peaked. He, he hit a ceiling in New Japan. Thanks for the memories. Probably best for him. If he goes off and does something else, I tend to agree. I'm, I'm. Look, there was, there was, there was that pocket of time where I think everyone was hoping and and getting rewarded for um, being a fan of Juice Robinson, right? No doubt. But I just think that's. I mean, that was how long ago? That was, that was, was a long time ago, and it. And again, a lot of circumstances have occurred in the world and in pro wrestling and all of that. Is anyone, seriously, be honest with yourself. Is anyone going to lose sleep if if Juice Robinson isn't back on a New Japan pro wrestling roster? Honestly. I think Hikuleo might. He's going to have no one to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I, look. And I'm not doing. I'm not. We're not saying this to shit on Juice Robinson. It's just like okay, like everyone getting weirded out by the fact that oh, Juice Robinson might go. Okay, great, but fine. It's it's really not going to. I don't think people are staying up late at night in the New Japan offices thinking oh, what what do you. 
guys. Uh, we're we're up Shit's Creek now. Juices Robinson is 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 not going to resign, and and the panic that ensues in the New Japan office, it's not happening. If he goes, he goes. Uh, you know, and here's the thing, I'll tell you flat out, if he leaves, guarantee you he'll make more money, and less travel, and uh, I don't want to say an easier schedule, but like he can kind of dictate his schedule up to a certain degree. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's best for everybody. Well, I'm I'm totally okay with it. Another bit you see is the relaxation of Japan border policies. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, it's three days if you're vaccinated with approved vaccines. I think if you're Johnson & Johnson, you're out of luck. But yeah, a lot of excitement about this, rightly so. But I think we need to temper those expectations because from my understanding, there's going to be a pretty fat backlog, backlog of visa applications. So don't expect a flood of uh, foreign wrestlers coming into New Japan anytime soon. It's going to take a while, right? No. Don't, don't they have somebody at the airport? That they, they, <laughs> they, they don't have anybody that works at the airport that's going to stop Kenny Omega from coming in? No? That's... <laughs> Hashtag stop Kenny. <laughs> No, they don't. I thought that they they did. I thought they had the. I thought they had the stroke because they're owned by Bushi Road to stop people coming into the fucking country. No, they don't have that. Wait, no, they can actually. They they could have brought in Aussie Open. They could have right? brought in West Coast Wrecking Crew. They could have brought in Good Brothers to make the world tag league good. But they they decided not to. They decided to make it deliberately shit to ah. uh, troll all of you losers. So. <laughs> ah. Have some of that. Have some of that. You mean Chris Charlton is not sitting in the immigration office right now, like waiting for wrestlers to come in to be like, no, 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 mate, you can't come in. <laughs> no. Like, well, we've got these economic experts and, and these health workers going to come in first. And Chris Charlton's like, no, Barrett Brown first. <laughs> yes. Aussie Open. Come on in. No, no, no. Don't even bother getting out the passports. You're, you're in. Come on. Just, just walk through. Get your bags. Come on. Bust the waiting outside. Oh, Lordy. The entire roster is strong coming along in the airport. They're with me, guys. They're with me. <laughs> right, right. They're with me. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, just recently, not super recently, but one of the uh, one of the return visits from Kevin Kelly, and he was just like, oh, my God, I've been sitting in this airport for three hours. <laughs> I just like, oh, my God. Uh, what a nightmare this, this fucking COVID thing has been, huh? Huh? What a what a what an inconvenience this has been for everybody. Oh well, well look, it, it, it's going to get better. I promise, right? And and I just who knows when too. All right, being that we're on the, please don't ask us anything about fucking AEW. Can we do this too? Please don't ask us anything about when people are coming in. We have no fucking idea, and neither does the company. Uh, as pr- proof uh, to that concept. Uh, if, if, you have, if you've taken a look at the uh, best of the Super Juniors lineup and or the <laughs> World- Minoru Suzuki's tag partner for the World <laughs> Tag League, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. We don't know. I'll tell you what. Being that we're all over the map, why not? This is going to be one of those fucking shows. I wish I got a couple beers. That would have been great. Uh, I noticed uh, somebody like ab- two people very absent from that World Tag League uh, lineup. Can you guess who? Uh, Okada. Yeah, it's one of them. Well, he's he's not usually in it anyway. And Ishii. Yeah, it's another one. Yeah, well, they're both working the uh, San Jose show, so I they'll know. be in the states. Does that mean AEW, Joel? 
one. Oh, they, I can't wait oh, for them God. to appear on Dynamite and wrestle my favorite guy, like the guy who does the thing and the dinosaur guy, you know, the, the two <laughs> fellas with the hat and oh, just rubbing my hands together. Sure. Do you see how long I took to get to that fucking line? I, I, I mean, I, I went, I went a country mile. I, I took up my. Of course, if a New Japan wrestler is flying over to America, they've got to be working dynamite. Surely, Tony Khan going over on his private jet. Oh my god! Someone sent me a, a tweet yesterday. Yeah, and I, I want to read it to you. Uh, Please. Oh yeah, I'm going to find it here. Got it. I'm not going to name who it is, no. but just that this is the kind of thing that makes me tear my fucking hair out. Because AW in the past twelve hours have now teased. Kazushika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and Kota Ibushi in some capacity on their shows. Mm. Best pro wrestling promotion in the world. I dare you to doubt this statement. Mm. 638 likes. What the f- How is that? Pr- I mean, look, I, if you want to give me some reasons why AW is the best promotion in the world, I'll buy it. You know, yeah. You're probably right. There's plenty of great reasons you could give me to tell me they're the best. But hinting at three wrestlers <laughs> who don't work for them right. as proof that they're the best company. I don't understand. You know. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm going to be very truthful with you. Uh, you you know I have a uh, a Twitter account that I rarely look at, but I have one. Uh, I have all pro wrestling. I have the word pro wrestling, AEW, <laughs> blocked. I don't want to see any of it because it's that that's kind a, of – I'm going to mute it. I'm yeah, muting it. Mute it. You're right like, my AEW yep. rampage, all of it. Yep. Just mute it. Mute it all. Uh, and, and, you know, you know, it, 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 I, a, a person once said a well curated Twitter account is happiness. Well, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that. Yeah. What, what better way to commemorate this day than by uh, chasing off half of my listenership? <laughs> uh, what do you think of these WWE releases, Damon? Any interesting guys like... Biff Busey, uh-huh. Keith Lee, Grand Metal League, slash Mascara Dorada. Uh-huh. Anyone there that you think would be a good fit? I think, uh, and this is something that um, a lot of people have been asking for, uh, I think that women's division in New Japan Pro Wrestling is ready to get launched. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner, because we got we got our cornerstone right now. <laughs> we, got, we got the cornerstone of that women's division right now. Uh, as, as a free agent, but soon to be signed. Picked up. Uh Eva Marie, you're talking about, right? I'll tell you what. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in on the Eva Marie. Um, Stick her in this World Tag League. I wouldn't notice. <laughs> I, I, I promise you, she's probably probably better than than more than a few. I would take. Uh, I'm you know, whatever. Um, there are names that have been cut that are are absolutely interesting names, right? There are names that dare I would I say I would sign tomorrow. Um, the problem is this, Joel. I don't think this company, and we do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, by the way. I don't think this company can afford to sign all these people to contracts or long-term deals or anything like that. If they do bring them in, it would be one shots in the beginning until they 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 kind of get moving again. Uh, when that will be, I don't know. I mean, you hope it's relatively soon, but I don't know. We got three fucking nights at a Tokyo Dome, or two nights and a you know a third Wrestle Kingdom. 
would that be a nice spot? I yes, it's on paper. It sounds fantastic. I would have no problem being things very interesting, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. And here's another thing. Speaking of two nights at the fucking Tokyo Dome, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, because this might have slipped through my well curated Twitter account. January fourth, we are guaranteed Okada Shingo. Correct. Correct. Hmm. Does that eliminate the idea and the possibility of Shingo or the winner of Shingo and Okada, who we're assuming is Okada, then goes on to night two and has to wrestle again in the main event? I'm assuming that's what is going to happen. We had a question from Love Wrestling. Do you expect Osprey to face the winner of Okada versus Shingo on night two or three? (sighs) Okay. Um, Well, what is otherwise, what is the point of him? gallivanting around in the USA and I'm the real world champion, blah, blah, blah. Actually, there was a good quote from Tetsuya Naito who said on the Shingo Osprey Okada title situation. Here's a quote. Even I, a member of the company, doesn't understand what's going on and the audience watching doesn't understand what's going on. And he's not wrong, <laughs> no. but he fucking started this mess. He kind of so did. So don't, don't come along saying, oh, look at this terrible situation. It's, it's the, yeah. uh, I think you should leave us. The guy in the hot dog suit with a hot dog car crashed into the shop saying, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> yeah. I got a um, pointing fingers, and it's at him. Um, so that would mean, again, if, if we're talking about Okada winning, and then going on and then will challenging on night two. Look, I know that that's going to be a great match. I think both matches will be fan-fucking-tastic. This will be like the seventh time they've wrestled? Singles match, right? Six, seven? Well, okay, so put it like this. Okada has lost to Shingo twice this year. Lost to him in the New Japan. That's fine. He lost to him at whatever it was, the show, the show where they did wrestling. So he's got to get his win back. That's that's how they do things here. That's fine. I got no problem with Shingo and, and Okada. I got no problem oh, with yeah, that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're talking about Osprey. Right? It's the My Osprey brain. match. Osprey, and, and yes. okay. right, uh, here's the thing. Again, the match will be great. No, no doubt in my mind it will be great. And 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 I, and I don't want to seem like I'm complaining about great pro wrestling because I'm not. I'm, I'm like, is that, a, is that wrestle kingdom main event worthy i guess is my question a match that we've seen again we're going on sixth seventh time that we've seen this match i, I mean one uh, right, so just so we clear we, we're talking okada osprey correct okay correct now again one of those matches was in rev pro the first one right um the first meeting and then they wrestled in 2018 they wrestled two times in 2019 2020 i mean we've seen this match a lot Right. Yeah, I mean, I suppose they're counting on the gimmick of world champion against guy who claims he's the real world champion being uh, an added. I guess, uh, but does that? Does that? I guess my question is this: one, the fact that okay, we've seen this match plenty of times. Two, is the big stage? Does that matter enough? And three. Great pro wrestler aside, again, all three of those guys are fucking great pro wrestlers. Please don't get me wrong. Are they Wrestle Kingdom main event guys? Well, 
Okada, yes. I mean, obviously he's got he's got the pedigree for it. Oh, he's right. been doing it for ages. But Osprey and Shingo, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard to tell whether or not they are quote unquote stars in this clap crowd environment. Like you can't tell if someone is a star in a half empty arena where people are just clapping. It's a good point. So perhaps just throwing this out there, maybe they are keeping all the hot, fresh, new matches in the holster for when things can finally get back to normal, and they are deliberately cycling through main events between top guys, but matches we've seen plenty of times before. So matches that, you know, big names, but uh, they can count on them. They know they're going to go and deliver a brilliant match, but it's, you know, they're not leaving money on the table. Right. That's a good point. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I like, saw... So, sorry, just to, to, to prove a point, last year's Wrestle Kingdom, where Naito Ibushi, we've seen that loads of times before. True. Jay White Ibushi, Second night, we've seen that loads of times before. I, I think that I, I don't know if that's intentional, if this is sort of the the COVID plan, but that's the impression I get at least. I think you're spot on with it. I think I think that's as best an explanation as I'll get. Right. Um, and again, I'm not complaining about the matches. I'm not complaining about the talent. I'm not. I'm just saying, a we've seen it a lot before, and b um, I just uh, I'm a little bit skeptical of those guys being Wrestle Kingdom headlining performers and and you're right i don't think they've gotten a fair shake with covid and clap crowds and all that so how can you judge right okay and look if we if we're going to be honest running two night wrestle kingdoms consecutively and next year doing three nights of wrestle kingdom they're they're diluting that prestige of being a wrestle kingdom main event correct what used to mean i agree with that as well and i was going to mention that i was going to ask you do you feel you you oh, right out the bat? Oh, oh, right off the bat, he, Okada he's got he's got the history and he's you know, but has he been diluted? And has a guy like Tanahashi been diluted? Um, and the idea of just getting through these past couple of years where you had to make stars out of guys who, okay, if all things were equal, probably wouldn't have gotten the shakes that they got. Does that hurt the company in the sense of okay? I, we got people. We got, you know, just nonsense going on with these top guys. Um, and again, Tanahashi, you can argue, you know, downwards trend of his career, blah blah blah, getting up in age, injuries, injuries. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, and he doesn't apparently have a problem lying down to just about anybody. Um, again, it just, it just something is missing from 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 that main event and and for all the reasons that again we just talked about so job by you there you go all right let's look at these uh world tag league lineups then oh. <laughs> so we have got zach saber jr and taichi satoshi kojima and hiroshi tenzan tiger mask and yuji nagata word on the street is that nagata was originally supposed to be teaming with ibushi i don't know if that's true but obviously now it's tiger mask uh honma and makabe tangalo and tamatonga Hanare and Great Okan, Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale, Yano and Tanahashi, <laughs> Yujiro and Evil, Yoshihashi and Goto, Sanada and Tetsuya Naito. So oh. I guess the big news here, this, this is Tetsuya Naito's comeback. Oh yeah, one team I forgot, Minoru Suzuki and Taka Michinoku. So uh, questions here, Multiverse A says, has Taka been moved to the heavyweight division or is this just a one-time thing for him? A singles match between him and Zach would be really interesting to see. So my understanding, Taka did some pretty shit things. Again, this could be wrong, but my interpretation of it is that he was 
basically pestering women for sex, women who were buying tickets to his shows off him. And he was sort of using his ticket leverage to to get them into bed, which is a, a bad and shitty thing to do. And if if you are not interested in watching this team on account of that, good for you. Um, do I think he's, you know, he, now he's back, he's a heavyweight? No, I think this is a, a stopgap thing. I mean, who knows if there were original plans? Maybe it was supposed to be someone like Lance Archer. Where are they talking about AW again? Um, <laughs> uh, Voices of Wrestling had a report saying that Dick Togo tried to bring Takamichinoku back for the Super Junior Tag League teaming with Doki. Uh, but either way, there are little things to look forward to with him being back at least. Him and Taichi being in the ring again after their 2017 Best of the Super Juniors Classic where they didn't touch each other. Yeah. And uh, Zach and Taka having a little wrestle together. So that should be fun, putting aside all, all the other issues. Uh, but yeah, this is a oh. dry as toast world yeah. tag league, isn't it? I mean, there's really not much to get excited about. Dangerous Techers would be great. They're always great. Um, I'm sure the LIJ team will be really good. I like Yoshihashi Goto. They're fine. And I am going to be looking very closely at the Empire team of uh, Hinari and Great Okan because I feel like they are the ones who should be getting the big push. I, I think I think they should win this tournament personally. I don't know if they will. We're probably going to be looking at Gorillas of Destiny against LIJ final or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's hard to get really excited about any of this. Uh, again, if it were up to me, we'd have Hinari no Okan winning and them challenging Tekkers for, for the belts at Wrestle Kingdom would be my favoured uh, outcome there. So, and I mean, again, I know we talked a lot about airports and shit like that. Wouldn't it have been nice to see some guys from Strong? Like, mm. I mean, I here's the thing. Like, again, I don't know the, the 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 legal what the rules are anymore. I'm so confused by. I don't know, so I'm I might be completely talking out of my ass right now. But like, if guys can get over there, like <clears throat> like a guy like Carl Fredericks, why can't Carl Fredericks be there, Joe? Well, I think they booked a lot of the people in for the San Jose. Oh, show, come so. on with the San Jose. I mean, seriously, San Jose's going to draw fucking what? What? Give me, the, give me the ceiling for fucking San Jose. You know, two thousand. Right. Maybe? We're going to lose our fucking minds over a two thousand dollar fucking shot. Yeah, but or for what? Like, why? Why torpedo one of your flagship US shows right. for the sake of pu- fluffing up the fucking World Tag League, which is <laughs> no one fucking watches anyway. Okay, a lot I- of these shows are, are video on demand, so I. I I think they've probably made the right call, to be honest. Really? The, okay. The, yeah, I think the border changes came in too late. I think they had everything penciled in both in Japan and the US. No one watches this tour anyway, so why, no does. Why, you know, rock the boat trying to make the, the World Tag League better? You talked no, about no the best team. Anyway. Well, I mean, because because why not? I mean, I don't know. Just Next year. Damon. Next year. Next year. It's, it's going to be great next year. All, right. <laughs> All your favorites in there. All right. Luchasaurus? We'll find out where the Regal twins are. I'll look for them. We'll, yeah, we still we'll haven't heard them somewhere. I haven't heard anything, right? Not a peep? We heard nothing, huh? Mm. All right, you, you said your, your favorite team. Who's your least favorite team in that World Tag League right now? Okay, so which team does nothing for me here? Uh, 
I don't know. They still kind of appeal. I, really? They still they still get pro wrestling, and they'll be able to get me cheering for them and emotionally invested. You know, they're, they're dads. I'm a dad. I, I can't not cheer <laughs> the dads. Uh, I say Yano Tanahashi is doing very little for me. I would say Honma Makabe because that's oh, probably that's, neither oh going to be God. taking many bumps. But I'm, I'm looking forward to Honma Makabe against God oh. and if they're going to start swearing at each other like they did at Wrestle Kingdom 11. Just stop and think of this right now. Honma Makabe. Good fucking Lord. What? Lest we forget. They won it. They won it five years ago. Not that long ago. Five years is a fucking eternity in pro wrestling. Holy mackerel. Oh, my goodness. Can I, can I ask you this? I'm going to set the over-under number. Not including the finals. I'm going to set the over-under at four. Four four shows how many shows are you watching (laughs) man i'm I'm probably not going to be watching anything just in terms of my family commitments what i will what i usually do if someone on discord or twitter or whatever says hey good night check out this match it was really good then i will check it out because i'm sure there will be some i mean that any sort of permutation of dangerous techers yoshihashi goto um god i mean they were both pretty Great, particularly Tamatonga in the G1. So maybe a bit renewed interest there. Uh, the Empire team and the LIJ team. I'm sure when they face off against each other, it's going to be good. And I'll enjoy watching it. Uh, look, God bless the people who are going to watch every fucking show. Um, you're, 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 you're better than me. Um, I just, I'm real, like, I'm, I'm just trying to find an angle. I'm, I'm trying to find an angle of, okay, you can sink your teeth into this and really get. Like, there's nothing. No, don't don't waste your time. Just, just give me your prediction for the final and the winners, and <laughs> let's move on. Oh uh, yeah, I'll go United Empire. I'll go Hanari and and Okan. I, I mean, I hope that'd be something fresh. It'll give both those guys something to do at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Um, at least one of those nights, a decent spotlight match. I think it'd be good. Um, yeah. I'm just looking uh, at the the card for the final night, you can't really read too much into it. You got Yoshihashi Goto against Dangerous Techers. We have uh, Hanari Okan against Gorillas of Destiny, and Sanada Naito against Yujiro Evil. So you'd expect a lot of those teams to still be in the mix come the final night. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they're going to do Naito Sanada again? Oh. Well, if they don't, what else is Naito doing at Wrestle Kingdom? I, I know I said I want Empire to win, but I mean, I would think I'm. I mean, again, it is two nights, but man, you would think it would be a bit of a marquee semi-main event for the guy, right? Well, maybe the fact that they're facing off against Evil and Yujiro on the final night, they're going to set up a singles feud, the one that we've wanted for years, Naito against Yujiro as uh, team <laughs> No Limit. Finally, the blow off, <laughs> the payoff happens. All right. Well, look, World Tag League is what it is. It is always one of those things. But you know what that, that did remind me of? I'm going to say some. I'm going to say some words that you might not want to hear. Super J Cast Awards. What are we doing? <laughs> We just just like give all the awards to Jeff Cobb and yeah, call it a day. Yeah, you know what? 
that's that's I mean, that's something we have to do. Number one, I mean, to pull back the curtain on, on a production meeting, but yeah, we have to we have to do that. We have to do it. We can't we can't hand wave it. It has to continue. Um, I won't let it die. But um, is it a slam dunk wrestler of the year for you? Uh, Shingo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. no, there's no one even close. Tag team of the year slam dunk. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing slab packs from arenaclub.com, the only repack that provides real value a complete view of all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy slab packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like You know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs. And it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. And you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. What, Dangerous Techers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm racking my brains to see if there's anyone else. I mean, I would like to give some love to Team Filthy, just for being the cornerstone yeah. of Strong. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. This is going to be a weird year for the awards. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a weird fucking year. Huh. All right. So just something to think about in the future, everyone. Get your uh, picks in soon. We'll figure that out. All right. Uh, have we beaten the World Tag League to death? Yes. Yeah, All right. With that. Let's look at the best of the Super Juniors. Oh, even better. Where we have uh, the <laughs> champion, El Desperado, El Fantasmo, Bushi, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Robbie Eagles, Hiromu Takahashi, Master Wato, Oof. Doki, 
Yusuke Taguchi and Taiji Ishimori. Now, I know a lot of people... Wait, is that everyone? Two, four, six, seven, eight. Okay. Oh, how many people in this? Have I missed two people? Go through the line. Just... Okay, hold on. Let me go back. <laughs> It'll kill time on the Great. podcast. <laughs> Great audio. Okay, let's try again. Bushi, okay. Doki, Kanemaru, okay. Ishimori, uh-huh. Taguchi, Eagles, Watto, Phantasmo, Yo, uh-huh. Hiromu, Despi, and Show. I forgot about Yo and Show. Okay, uh, uh, right. So that's this is where it's gone wrong because I was reading the lineup from the final night on December the 11th, but for some reason they've left off Show and Yo, who I assume are going to be wrestling each other. Yo's still uh, a pro so, wrestler, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know people are down on this lineup. They wanted oh, yeah. some fresh talent, and I get that, but I am going to go to bat for this lineup. I think this is really good. So I right. think it's going to be a, a very good tournament because it is most of the guys who were there last year and last year I thought was a very good tournament. But now we've added some names into the mix who weren't there last year. So Phantasma wasn't there last year. Yo was injured. Kanemaru was injured. So we're putting them into the mix for a start, which is going to improve things. Despi's the champion. I think he's had a, a tremendous year. So I, I think... If anything, he's improved since he was in there last year. And hopefully with the swagger of being the champion, more main events for him. We're going to see a bit extra from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, I'm glad ELP's there. Um, Bushi is Bushi. He'll be fine when he gets a tap on the shoulder. Um, Robbie Eagles. I mean, you can't not get excited for Robbie Eagles. He's been outstanding. Yep. Uh, Hiromu is great. Hiromu is always great. Watto, I think, has improved a ton over the last year. So I'm going to be watching him very closely. And the same for Doki. I always rated Doki, but seeing the the... Brilliant match you have with Hiromu Takahashi is maybe excited to see, you know, what what is he going to get up to against like you know Doki versus El Desperado? That that should be incredible. So looking forward to him. Taguchi again, you're going to get nonsense, but tap on the shoulder, Taguchi. Remember the match you had with Hiromu last year was brilliant. One of my favourite matches of the year. I love that one. Ishimori is pretty great. He was good last year. Uh, show new liquor paint with this um, House of Torture thing. We'll see how that manifests itself. And Yo as well. I think Yo's going to have a point to prove after missing out on last year. So I think, you know, there's there's 12 guys in there. I don't think there's any dead wood in there. There's no filler. There's just that, that is 12 good to great pro wrestlers. And I think people should be excited for this. Okay. I agreed with you all the way, all the way up until you said people should be excited for it. And I'll tell you why. I Like if you took that lineup, Right? And said, okay, we're going to plop this in fucking Hammerstein Ballroom. Or we're going to drop that in, I don't know, pick your call. Or we're going to drop that in anywhere. Like people would be like excited and they would be pumped. But the fact that it, it is not, there's nothing that made anyone jump out of their seat. It feels stale and flat and cold and all of that. That is a fucking great lineup. Of, I mean, honestly, the problem is, is that no one has any emotional attachment. Like there's it. They, what you're going to see are great matches, right? And probably a fantastic final that will be in contention for a match of the year right out of the gate. Like this is stuff that we know. And it's, I'll go so far as to say, it's stuff that we expect. The problem is, is that in this day where surprises and signings and, and, and excitement and all this stuff all around, 
this great lineup feels flat and it feels just pro wrestling is great. And we said it a thousand times. Pro wrestling is great, not only for the great athletic matches that you can see, but also for the drama and the storylines and the feeling of, I, I got to watch this. This is something I need to watch. I don't think anyone is sitting there saying, I got to watch this. I think people will say, oh my God, that is great. I think the reviews will be outstanding. But as we sit here, it's hard for people to come up with a reason to be like, oh, I, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. Yeah, and I get that. And, and people are going to sleep on it. People are going to skip it, and that's fine. But I think the people who do watch it are going to be rewarded. And, you know, what you described, that's, that's New Japan 2021 in a nutshell, isn't it? Great matches in a vacuum. So that's what you, you're going to get. You're going to get more of the same here. And yeah. I guarantee you, if you sit down and watch any of these best of Super Junior shows, you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to be w- walking away from that thinking, oh, that was a good ass show. Right. And so I, I hope people enjoy it but I don't I, I think this is the best that New Japan could do given the circumstances and you know for sickos like me it looks good I'm looking forward to it I think everybody on that on that lineup like go through that lineup Joel and tell me what would be the on paper the worst possible match out of all those guys uh, Bushi against Watto Watto yeah but even that, I mean, I'm sure right. I watched that and think, you know what, that was really good. Yeah, I'm sure that if they put their fucking minds and hearts and bodies and, you know, Bushi carries it, <laughs> it'll be good. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of great – that lineup is stacked. That's a fucking stacked lineup, guys. Uh, it's it's is it, is, I get it. It's It's in a vacuum. No need to beat the dead horse. It's it's in a vacuum. Just looking at this lineup for the final night. So we have Despi against Phantasmo, mm. Eagles against Hiromu, and Show against Yo. I think those will be the important matches going into the final night. If I had to pick, I would say maybe a Hiromu Phantasmo final. That would be my pick. Or maybe Hiromu Show. Show. Yeah. I think show. I think that I think especially with uh you know who, Dicky Dicky Togo, Dicky T wanting to get that uh what are they called? The haunted fucking castle. Who were they? What are they called? What's the faction, Joel? <laughs> House of Torture. House of fucking torture. The haunted castle, whoever the fuck who cares. That's a great faction name, actually. The haunted castle? Yeah, I love it. That's our faction, buddy. That's ours. That's us. That's uh, what do we call you? What do we open the show with? Daddy to Daddy? What? Uh, Jolly Two Kids. Jolly Two Kids. <laughs> it's like the Zaki Two Bells. Like Jolly Two Kids. <laughs> yeah, you can carry them to the ring. Um, you can drag one behind like Naito. Um, We're going after the Never Trios titles. That's that's my plan. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, what the fuck's happening with that? We'll get there. We'll yeah. Get there. Two months, two so, months, two months on the shelf. Are you are you thinking Hiromi to win the tournament? Yeah, Hiromi Despi Wrestle yeah, Kingdom. I think, I think I think. I mean, do you think Show has a shot? I kind of do against Despi for Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, maybe, but then what are we saving 
Hiromu Despi for. Okay, but here's my here's 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 a, just an an outside thought. We always got to fall back on fucking Hiromu. Like every time we got to fall back. Start the division. Like, oh, why why right. would you not? Why I mean, would you leave him out. I don't know. Can we do something else? Like it just seems like he's like the savior of the fucking division. Because he. Yeah, I hear you. you know? I hear you. So okay, so you think maybe show. I'm just saying. I mean, if, if there's going to be a dark horse, like if there's going to be somebody that's not Hiromo, because I'm going on record and saying it's Hiromo. But if there's, you know, a little, a little, little shake up, I think Show's got to be that guy, right? He's got to be top of that list. I mean, who else? There's nobody else. No. You figure Ishimori and 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 ELP will be fucking junior tagging it, right? Yeah. I mean, somebody else. It's got to be this for a dark horse. There's nobody else. I mean, I mean, yo, you think yo gets an upset win? By the way, that finals night. That that's that. Uh, I can see it. I mean, him H-O. getting his revenge or show and spoiling him. Yep, yep, yeah. That honestly, that's that's where that's where we're going with this, right? That's a that's a that's a big L for show that you have to yo, and that pretty much guarantees Hiromo. Went in the went in went in a whole kit and caboodle. All right, let's have a look at Power Struggle then, which oh. I thought was a really good show. We're back to the old uh, nine matches on the card. We had a lot of championship matches, a lot of title matches. What, what do you think of the show overall? That was good. Um, I don't think there was any real genuine surprises, was there? I mean, I think people were begging for surprises, but there really wasn't anything to be had. I think. Uh, I think I, I take that back. I think the biggest surprise was probably uh, Tamatanga, right? And I don't think that was a, a, a massive surprise. It just in his performance, um, I think it was a it was a nice, pleasant. Uh, it was kind of like something that you had that you knew was possible, but the fact that it actually came to pass was pleasing, I guess. Pleasing is the word I'm looking for because like, again, I wasn't surprised, but I mean that. I mean, I'm walking out of that show and I'm thinking that's that's probably what we're that's right. Is that is that the biggest memory to you? Yeah, I think so. That that was probably my biggest highlight of the show. Um, I mean, rather than dissecting the match, let's just get into it. So let's go from the top. Um, the main event. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Shingo Takagi successfully defending against Zack Sabre Jr. at 30 minutes, 27 seconds with Last of the Dragon. Yeah, I thought this was really great. I yeah. mean, two brilliant wrestlers having a brilliant pro wrestling match. Uh, did encounter the drama problems where I never really expected Zack to win. And I thought that... I was talking about this with Jay Michael from VOW, who, who rightly pointed out that what they did with the Zack driver, where they did the first Zack driver, and then Shingo rolled out of the ring. Which Jay Michael pointed out, you know, that creates a bit of mystery. Like, oh, if he banished to pin him, what would have happened? Mm. Intrigue. You know, we, w- we want to see this resolved. But then later on in the match, he hits a Zack driver and Shingo just kicks out anyway. So I was like, well, okay, what was the right. point of doing that? But, uh, that feels like a sort of minor quibble in what I thought was a really great hard-hitting match. Uh, w- one of my favorite Zack matches of the year. Um, yeah, just good shit. We've said that a lot about Zack, though. You know what I mean? Like, we've said that a lot about him. I think he gets votes for wrestler of the year. He'll get vo- he won't win, but he'll get votes. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I I feel the same way as you in the sense that I I 
just looking at, in the into the future, I was like, "There's no fucking way Zach wins." It would be what a moment it would have been. Um, but yeah, I think that's what hurt the match the most. But those two guys are so fucking talented; they can overcome that. Um, I, I tell you another thought that I was thinking during that match is: imagine if this was in front of a packed house. Oh, how much better that could have been just just to have that in front of a fucking packed house. That would have been really lovely. Um, and maybe we'll see that again, right? Maybe that's something we could see in the relatively near future. Um, yeah, I mean, I know I always say we don't say it, but then I say, I ask you, I mean, where are we at with the with the with the flakes? Maybe like four and a quarter. Yeah, I'm in that range. I'm in that ballpark. That's fair. Which is about as good as you can hope for a spot like that. Um, okay, then the eighth match was the IWGP World Heavyweight right to challenge the Tokyo Dome contract. Kazuchika Okada defeated Tamatonga in 25 minutes, 13 seconds. And like you, I came away from this thinking, yes, Tamatonga. I'm just a renewed love for the man because I thought he had a really, really good G1. Uh, I uh, admiring the fact that he got on the fucking plane, you know, yeah. when other people were refusing. He got on the plane not only did he get on the plane, he worked his nuts off and delivered a really good tournament and I thought an outstanding co-main event here. And, you know, like I said, there, there's always the drama problem because no one ever expected Tamatonga to win this. I didn't expect, I, at no point did I think, oh, he might actually win this. But in spite of that, they had a fucking great pro wrestling match. And, you know, part of me thinks anyone on this roster put in that spot given 25 minutes against Okada, would be able to have a great pro wrestling match. That's, you know, you should be able to do that if you're in New Japan. But all the same, for all the grief that Tamatonga's got over the years, you know, you go back to like, I don't know, 2017 or whatever, when we think, oh, maybe this is going to be Tamatonga's breakout year. I think we finally got it. And I still think he's primarily a tag guy. But if you were to to say to me, and we have a few questions on this, and Chuck Sizzle, says, Tamatonga ready for a real deal singles push after two great matches with Okada. MBTL OUFC says Tamatonga smashed G1. Who's his next single feud with? I would not be against the idea of giving him a little singles push. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be saying strap him up with anything, but you know, if he's going to challenge for a, a you know never title or a US title, I wouldn't be against that. I think he's proven himself here. <laughs> if you were to say, you know, let's give it, give Jay White's whole push to Tamatonga, make Tamatonga leader of the Bullet Club, I wouldn't even say no to that either, to be honest, because he's he's really won me over this year. I agree. He would be f- absolutely fine. The, pr- the problem is, I think that most people have, is the consistency. Because I think we've been let down a little bit before with that, oh, there's a glimmer. Of, oh, there's there's even more of a glimmer. Oh, there there's a shining star. And then, whoop, we've, we kind of fall back. Um, you're right. There's nobody on that roster that can't have a great match put in that spotlight with a, with a guy like Okada, you know? Um, but, and, and I would not have any problems with a single run. I would have no problem with a secondary title. I would have no problem with that. Uh, you know, a little cup of coffee with it. That's fine. Uh, my one concern would be, okay, just, just, just be consistent. And I think that was probably a big thing with early with like Tai Chi, Right. You know, he would pull out a great match with Ishii or he would pull out a great match something against whomever. And I guess I was, I just didn't want to put my all my faith into that and, and say, okay, we're guaranteed that now and forevermore. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a big ask, I think. Um, let's see if he can do it again. 
I the here's what I would be willing to do though. Let's give him the opportunity to do so. Um, and I think that would work out. Him him against Jeff Cobb, him against Taichi, him against Tanahashi, him against pick a guy. Absolutely could work. All of the above. Let's have the great match to go along with it. And I think it would work because here's the thing. I think he's very good microphone. I think he's got the charisma. He's got he's got it, he's got everything you need. He's got everything you need. Okay, let's just put together the the singles singles match. And uh consistently, and I think we 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 have something here. The seventh match was the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match where Kenta defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi in 23 minutes, 44 seconds with a go to sleep. Really nasty table spot in this one. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a really good match as expected between these two. Better than I uh, thought. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone's talking about the comments that Kenta made afterwards where he was calling out CM Punk over the go to sleep. Yeah. Do, do you think that's an inevitability? Do you think we're going to see that match at some point in the future? Was it, is that is that an AEW tweet you're giving me? <laughs> no, we're getting punk on the plane. I mean, Kenta's gone back to the states, so presumably he's going to be doing US title stuff yeah. in the states. The reason I mention it, you know, this is not me fantasy booking. This is something Kenta has explicitly said in his backstage promo. Not only that, but this was referenced uh, and quote tweeted by the official New Japan Twitter account, saying something mm-hmm. like, "Did Kenta just call out who we think he called out?" And I, you know, a lot of the times New Japan wrestlers they just say shit right they do that but when the official company social media is shining a light on it then it makes me think hmm there might be something there it's a good point it's a good point uh maybe we can ask them (laughs) um do i think we're gonna see it i think i think there's a there's a significant chance we will there's a significant chance we will uh when where how I think I think what this year has proven is that anything is possible in the world of professional wrestling at this point. Um all the again, anything is possible. So, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Because here's the thing too. I think both guys want to do it. I think both guys want to do it. So, uh, I I I think that like logistically, uh, they just have to figure out a time and a place. Right, the most logical idea would be here in the states, right? At this point, because we have we can have full houses, uh, we can have big paydays. I, I really just think it's about organizing the schedule to to make that work. Joel, I'm telling you flat out, that stadium show. I think that's 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 more of a of a of a possibility than ever before. Like I I promise you. 2022, we'll see an outdoor show from AEW that New Japan is involved with. I I, I have no doubt about it. Um, I would be shocked as fuck, and you can quote me on that, shocked as fuck if that doesn't happen. The sixth match was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match with El Desperado defeating Robbie Eagles in 80 minutes, 20 seconds by Numero Dos. Thought this was outstanding. Yep. I mean, for for the spot they had on the cards, they were brilliant. They did everything they needed to do, and the, the chemistry, like the fluidity and the, the sequences, the transitions, reversals, was just off the charts. So I think we, we've really got to hand it to these guys in a year that has been plagued by 
injury and uncertainty and travel issues that we've had been able to have a sustained series of matches between these guys. And we're going to get a third one in best of the super juniors where I, I just don't think it's getting enough love. I thought this was tremendous. Yeah. Robbie Eagles has been an anchor this year, hasn't he? Like he's been an anchor. Um, and he's had, he hasn't had the best year, you know, from a personal standpoint for all, you know, the quarantining, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had a family member that he lost to passed away. I, 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 I think I'm all right in that. Um, you know, so it's been, not been the best of times, but he's come through. Getting on the fucking plane. Yeah. Doing the quarantine yep. for our entertainment. Yep. Yeah. We respect it. I respect that. Uh, Joel, let me tell you something. Every one of those guys that are there and have and have gone through it this year, I have the utmost respect for. I have the utmost respect for. Um, and that's not to say the people who didn't, because I don't know the full story of the reasons why they didn't. All I know is that there are people that did. And and they did that for our entertainment, and I and I gotta respect that. Fifth match: the Provisional KOPW twenty twenty one. The Holder Toriano defeating the challenger Great Okan yeah. in an amateur wrestling match six five over two periods. Mm. What did you think of this one? I think this was quite interesting. I, I think it was more interesting and entertaining than any of the previous KLPW shenanigans. I just, I love them coming out in their singlets, you know, Okan with his gear and his headbands. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought this was quite fun, actually. Yeah, it was different. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I I think what the problem is, is that I don't like the gimmick, period. Like, I don't like the uh, like I don't like the idea of this thing being a reality in the New Japan Pro Wrestling ring, and I think that anything that like anything that it, that we're doing feels like it is in its own universe. It's 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 in its it's it, like this like again the whole singlet thing, and it was kind of funny, you know, to have a guy like Okan be you know now, and I know he has the amateur background, but still, you know what I'm getting at. Like it's just this whole self-contained universe inside of new japan and it's just i i don't know and it's not to say that things have been horrible but there's been some horrible things and i guess that leaves a bitter taste in my mouth i'm trying to i'm trying to grade it on just its own merits yeah i mean there's it's a world away from the fucking lights out match with evil and the you know 28 minutes of the chase Owens match, right but it's it? just continuous stuff you know what i mean like it's just continuous. Okay, now what goofy thing can we do? And it's just, I don't know. It's just, here's the problem. It's not for me, and it's hard for me to be objective with that and be like, oh yeah, okay, this was really great. When I'm just like, Ugh, what am I watching? Like it's it's a beautiful day outside. What am I doing? <laughs> you know, what well, I mean, fifth buried in the, the middle of the cards. Right. And what was it? Ten minutes or something? Right. No, less than that. It was three minutes per period, wasn't it? Right. But then there's like that little gap. So I'm sure the total. From ring entrance to final bell, what are we looking at? Like, oh, you're watching the ring entrances, are you, Damon? Oh, you're fast forwarding. Yeah. Oh, I love his. Here's the thing: I love a great Ocon entrance, though. Usually, anyway. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. A, a normal great Ocon ring entrance when he's got the full gear. It's on, my favorite absolutely. thing. I'm with you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and and I've said it before. That could easily sway into this is ridiculous. What am I watching? What is this guy doing? But it's he he straddles the line. He straddles the line, the discord and rhyme. Uh, yeah. 
It's good. Speaking of which, <laughs> I was going to ask you, have you listened to the new Duran Duran album? It's fucking fantastic, Joel. <laughs> but you don't give a shit. All right, go. Uh, <laughs> fourth match was the never openweight six-man tag team championship match where the challengers, Sho, Yujiro, and Evil defeated the reigning oh. defending champions, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro, Ishii, Hiroki, Goto. In 30 minutes seconds, Evil pinned Yoshihashi, Yoshihashi following the Evil. End of um, an era. I, yeah, I mean... I don't have any problems with this, actually. I think the, the their championship reign ran its course. They were great. I, I, I love their reign. I thought all their matches were really good. But I think it's the right time to hand the belts over to someone else. Yep. I thought this was the perfect length, 30 minutes. I thought they, they did a perfectly great job here. Everyone got their stuff in. It was really fun to watch. You know, a lot of shenanigans at the end, show with his wrench and all that. But, you, you know, you come to expect that. And again, uh, the fourth match out of nine right. in a 30-minute long match for one of the, the lower titles on the roster. I'm absolutely fine with this. So I'm intrigued to see what House of Torture do with these titles. <laughs> Probably not, nothing good. But it's we'll the castle, see. the haunted castle. The haunted <laughs> castle, yeah. Okay, we're going to call them the haunted castle from now on. Haunted castle have now, they now have obligations. They now have things to do with these titles. And I am more than willing to pass up the idea of a tag team that will get votes for tag team of the year, uh, dropping the titles, finally doing it to them. Because now, guess what that means? They have obligations. The haunted castle. We know. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. That means they'll be out of the mix. So everything can be self-contained in there. And those matches might even be fun because now we're talking about a six-man. And it might be just fucking balls to the wall. Whoop. If they're in and out of there in ten minutes, that could be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't don't come at us with any more thirty six minutes right. long Coraco and Hall main events because I'm not down for that. But middle of the cards, 12, 13 minutes, sign me up. Yep. Let's go for it. And 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 then you wash your hands of it, right? Now that's that. Okay, now we can get on with the rest of the fucking show. I'm kind of okay with this. I really am. And we talked about that last week. Kind of okay with this. Uh, I did not watch <laughs> the first three matches on the show, so if you have any hot takes about them... Remind me who they yours. were. I don't even know if I did or I did. Uh, so, Wato Taguchi, no. Nagata against Bushi Hiromu Sanada, Tiger Mask, Honma Makabe against Jado Gedo Tangaloa, <laughs> no. and Fujita Oiwa against Doki Kanemaru. Did I watch that? I think I did, but it was, you know, what would you expect? Good match. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think that I watched the other one. I, uh, like, I couldn't tell you if I did or I didn't, but... I mean, does anybody really care about that? No, no, of course not. Okay. Uh, Welkey says, before World Tag League, uh, what do you think of Zack Sabre Jr.'s year? If you have right. a pencil, is he main eventing more shows next year? And that is my question. I hope so. I, I think, look, uh, he's one of my favorite pro wrestlers. Um, I enjoy his style. I enjoy him in the ring. I enjoy his post-match interviews. Um, he's, right up, he's, he's, he's right up there. I will have zero problem with a singles run, and I think he is well-deserved to get some flowers this year. So, yes. Okay, let me give my brief thoughts on Strong, which was the show that you attended live in the ah, 2300 Arena. Remind? So we had Jay Kratos, Royce Isaacs, Jarrell Nelson, defeating the team of you, Uemra, Alex Coughlin, and David Finley. So again, I just want to throw love at Team Filthy for being the, the cornerstone of New Japan Strong, sort of the, the, the heartbeat of it. They've been there pretty much the whole time. And I think one of the most fun elements of it. And they're really building up J.R. Kratos to look like a monster. So I'm very excited to see eventually if he can make it over to Japan. 
I think the J- Japanese fans would love him. I think he'd be a big hit over there. So uh, fingers crossed on that one. And again, I just can't say enough good things about West Coast Wrecking Crew. They are maybe one of my favourite New Japan tag teams at the moment. Mm, I just okay. think that the, the synergies there, the, the tag team moves are there. They just got that sort of co- collegiate wrestling vibe as well. I don't even know if they are collegiate wrestlers, but they, they give me those vibes from like, you know, the world's greatest tag team back in the, the WWE, WWF days. Uh, so I thought that was a lot of fun. The second match, Juice Robinson against El Fantasmo. Uh, I saw this one got a lot of hate from people who were there live. I thought it was fine, actually, considering these are two guys who are not really my favourite wrestlers. I'm not particularly interested in either guy, but I thought they did a pretty good job here. I thought... Fantasmo looked credible in spite of being a, a quote-unquote junior heavyweight. And the third match, the main event, Clark Connors and Ren Narita defeating TJP and Will Ospreay. Uh, of course, the, the match where we had uh, Ospreay jaw-jacking with uh, John Cowell from Wrestling Omakaze. That was a lot of fun. Did that make tape? And did that make it, camera? Yeah, yeah, it did. Ah! Yeah, do that. And what this helped me realize is what Strong is for, which is... Low key, Strong is a vehicle to get Ren Narita over as a star mm. because he is very quietly racking up win after win after win, big singles wins yeah. against big names. And now he's got a win in this big main event against United Empire. He's got a match against Will Ospreay coming up. He's just looking like a tough as nails, tough as nails ass kicker. So, yeah, Ren Narita, one of the low key success stories of New Japan Strong. No doubt, no doubt. How'd the crowd look? Uh, on TV, good. Yeah, just it looked like a a normal show. Yeah, which is a compliment. Yeah, because the the building was not packed to the gills. Like there have been other shows I've been in that same building where it was, you know, you you were shoulder to shoulder, um, sitting there. Um, so there was there were some gaps, but good. I'm I'm glad. Look, I might, I might I might just tune in just to see that. I want to see I want to see Will and John go at it. Because uh, he was, because I was on the, the 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 exact opposite side, so I didn't really see who he was yelling at until I, you texted me or I saw the text. Um, so yeah, I I, I definitely got to see that. So that's 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 good shit. Okay, so we have a couple of shows coming up on Saturday. So we've got strong. I think yeah, this would be the second half of that taping with Davari against Alex Zane. Uh, Fred Rosser and Rocky Romero against Tom Lawler and Danny Limelight. Oh, Jay yeah. White against Fred J. High and Chris Dickinson against Minoru Suzuki. So, Damien, any of those that you think people should go out of their way to see? Yeah, that main event was really good. Um, Suzuki and Dickinson, I thought that was really good. Um, and again, we joke about Suzuki doing the same match over and over again, but but that, that, that crowd ate it up. Like He felt like he was a, a star. Um, you'll see uh, Tom Lawler eat Fred Rosser's hair. I think that is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Like there was a, not to give spoilers away, but I think our people already know, but uh, if you want to fast forward, do it now. Um, There's a hair cutting uh, angle where uh, Team Filthy cut Fred Rosser's hair and Tom Lawler picked up a chunk of his hair and put it in, in his own mouth and started to chew and eat it. And I swear to you, I've never felt more nauseous in my entire life. I thought I was going to vomit right there. That is the grossest thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And then we have Battle in the Valley also coming up Saturday, November 13th in San Jose. And what I think is a really tasty looking card. So we'll go for it. And if you have any hot takes about any of these matches, just shout stop. All right. And I'll stop. All right. And you can fill in because, like, you know, 
there's there's a lot here. Uh, first match, Yuya Oemura against Josh Alexander. I love Josh Alexander. I want more Josh Alexander in New Japan. So every time he's on one of these cards, I'm excited because it makes me believe that this working relationship is continuing. I don't know, you know, what his contract situation is, is with Impact, but the fact that he's allowed to work in New Japan is great. And again, he would be one of my top names I want to see getting on a plane when things are back to normal. Uh, so I think this match would be really good. Second match, we got the Stray Dog Army, or the Stray God Army, as they misspelled it on Twitter. I got annoyed at that. Bateman and Mysterioso against Violence Unlimited, Brody King and Chris Dickinson. Great tag team. The third match, we have a 10-man tag. He's always my favorite on Strong. So we've got Fred Rosser, David Finley, Rocky Romero, Alex Coughlin, and Alex Zane against Tom Lawler, Jao Kratos, Danny Limelight, Royce Isaacs, Jarrell Nelson. Uh, don't sleep on that one. I know usually multi-man tags people can hand wave, but... They are often some of the highlights of these New Japan Strong shows, so definitely check that one out. Fourth match, Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks against Jeff Cobb and TJP. Ooh, um, I'm, I'm excited to see Clark Connors and Jeff Cobb yeah. against each other. Yeah, that should be a good match. On paper, that's sexy. Okay. Uh, fifth match, Ren Narita against Will Ospreay, who mm. you may remember they had a really good match in the 2019 Best of the Super Juniors, I wow. want to say. Yeah. So now seeing them go at it as... Grumpy heavyweights should be with some time. a lot of fun. Yeah, with yeah. some time. That should be really fucking good. Yeah. That's... I think this could be the, the breakout match for Renderita. I think people are going to be yapping about this one. Yep. I think people are going to be ex- like, there's going to, that they're going to give them time. This might be, this might be the one. Yeah. Oh, that's, this might be the one. This might be the one. All right. Good. What else? Sixth match, we got Juice Robinson against Moose. I thought Moose was really good in his last New Japan match against Ishii. So, I mean, Juice Robinson, bless him, he, he for all his strengths, he is not Tomohiro Ishii. So I'm not sure what kind of match to expect here. Yeah, me too. Um, I have high hopes for it, though. I think Moose might be... Uh, Moose might be looking for a job. <laughs> so, uh, fingers crossed. All right. Seventh match, so this is a really interesting one, because it's got Okada versus Buddy Matthews. Um, mm. I mean, I know there's all the, the, the jokes about Buddy stealing moves from Kenny, stealing moves from Okada. Like, I think he's got to have some new moves here. I don't want to see V-triggers and, <laughs> and the like here. Yeah. If he, if that, that would bother me if he starts doing that. But again, I was given the benefit of the doubt. I, I know he's a really, really good pro wrestler. And what a, a statement of intent, not only for, for the company's faith in Buddy Matthews, but also as a signal for any other independent or, or newly released wrestlers out there thinking of making their next move, where they've taken a guy being underused by WWE and straight off the bat, yep. giving him a huge singles match on one of their biggest US shows of the year against arguably the top star in the company. So I'm sure there's a lot of other people who are thinking planning the next move, looking at Buddy Matthews and thinking, huh, wouldn't mind getting a bit of that myself. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know you're you're lying down to Okada, and, and that's fine, but you're going to be in a spotlight match uh, where people are going to be talking about it and buzz, so you get your name out there. You can raise your asking price, which I'm sure is already a little bit high already, but now it gets even more because you got a guy you're in the ring with that's going to make you look even better than what you are. How about that? Um, yeah, I think people would be very excited about that. So, uh, uh, And you, get, you, you, know, you sell some tickets in the process, and uh, you know, your top guy gets a big win over a name that, that you know, 
it has some recognition here. And yeah, it's a win all the way around, right? More of that, please. Thank you. Uh, Tony says expectations for Buddy Matthews in New Japan because I mean, obviously they're they're high on him, giving him this as his debut match, right? You would think. Um, I have not heard anything about contracts or anything along those lines. Um, and again, I would not expect that to be a thing in you know in the in the relatively near future. Um, I think I think it, you're going to see this. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see him wrestling guys that they bring over as as a as a marquee headline main event on individual shows. Um and they're gonna see how that works out. They're high on them. I know they want them. You know, I, here's the only concern that I have. Okay, so he so he loses to Okada. Now what? What do we do with him? Is he just a guy that wrestles top name talent, like I just said, or does he stick around? Yeah, so arguably the follow up is as important as the debut match. Correct, correct. Even you know what? Even hours away from the birth of your second child, you are still so eloquent and say things and just sum it up with one word. That's why you're a pro. You're too kind. Um, now, <laughs> on that note, the main event. Never overweight championship match. Tomohiro Ishii challenging the challenger Jay White. Don't really have anything to say. This. Is it terrible that I just don't really care that much and not particularly excited for it? Remember when Jay White showed up on TNA? <laughs> I know I said that last week, but I still can't get over that random thought that just blazed through my mind. And I was like, oh, did that happen? Are you fucking, that? yeah, it happened. Uh, you want my honest to God opinion? Of course you do. Is there anybody more ice cold than Jay White right now? That's correct. I agree with you. But I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what the circumstances are, why he's still in the States, why he didn't get on the plane. And he's had, to be fair to him, he has not been given much to work with. Nothing. You know, they've been, you know, like I was saying yesterday on the Discord, the fucking stray dog army, like Barrett Brown, who I like, has been given more interesting, compelling, long-term feuds in New Japan this year than Jay White has. He's just, it's just, it seems like he's got scraps. His highlight that's- was losing at Wrestle Kingdom and the, and the week after Wrestle Kingdom. Like his highlight was the post-match presser, right? And, and which, not for nothing, we helped, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't think I'm blowing my own horn here. We helped. Was that the most popular tweet? Like, did that get the most traction of any tweet that we put out? Uh, it's up there. Yeah, Pro- probably that or like memes about someone's <laughs> bum or something. Right, <laughs> good point. They do quite well. <laughs> they usually do with our audience. They, yeah, retweet that. I mean, look, let's be real. My 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 hit rate on the tweets is pretty high. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm pretty good at Twitter. You're pretty good at it. I just post crap most of the time. (laughs) Nonsense. Like, what do you think is the... Like, have you ever hit send and been like, oh my God, what did I just do? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all the time. Ah! And then I just mute the tweets immediately. Like I said, mute the tweet, never think about it again. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. Uh, But anyway, so Jay White, cold as ice. I don't know. I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do. I mean, again, three-day quarantine. I think we can handle that, right? 
I don't know because I keep hearing things like he's waiting for a green card. He's what? married there. I was just like, oh, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I just that doesn't. I don't make know. We me... got a whole fucking roster that can figure it out, Joel. Uh, not yeah. for nothing. And, and we got people who are lining up to take that spot from him. Yeah. So my patience and sympathy are limited. You know. Uh, I mean, you're going to do what's right for your career. I get it. That's that's cool. I'm you know. I don't, I mean, but if if. Farting around on TNA is is your future. Did I say T- is it still? I keep saying yeah. that. I keep saying, oh, he's been fucking around on Impact all year. He had two matches. There. I know, I know, <laughs> you know. What I, mean? I know, I know. I mean, what? Are you, I mean, yeah. All right. Well, you know, listen. Maybe he shows up Friday night and fucking. They got a pay per view, right? AEW, right? Maybe he shows up there, Joel. Yeah, and then that tweet will actually be correct. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep doing it. <laughs> I see that's our gimmick now. I see. I see. We just constantly do. I, we hear there's rumors. There's rumors that Jay White showing up, and he could be like blue cap. Gonna, yeah, whatever. every week, every week before Dynamite. Yeah, right. Every week, that's gonna be a thing. Uh, then when it, when it finally hits, we'd be like, "See, we fucking told you, we're the best, you fuck faces, man." Ah, uh, so that is a uh, that is battle in the valley. So. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that one. Oh, hopefully, I get some time to watch it. And well, listen. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 put a fucking pin in this. You got it. You have a child to go get. It's like you're going to the store. It's like you're going. Uh, you're going to go pick out a new car. You're getting. Uh, you're getting a child. Uh, so my congratulations to you. Cheryl gives us uh, gives you all of her love as well. Uh, the best of luck. Prayers with you. All that. Um, no one gives a shit about anything else we say, but Joel, baby number two, the electric boogaloo. Woo! And I will accept all your donations, mm-hmm. your your birth present. What do you, birthday presents? Yeah, but monetary birthday presents over at redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. The Discord link, I don't think it is in the show notes anymore. I think we took it out. If you really? want to get on the Discord, send me a private message on Twitter because we, we we had some unsavory characters. Still? Well, unsavory character. I thought it was better. So, uh, they stopped. Uh, so I think that problem is over. But all the same, if you want to get on the Discord, just send me a, a message on Twitter. DM me on Twitter. I'll send you a link. You <laughs> I don't care. Uh, at Cobra Kawaii and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast if you want to get one of our T-shirts. Big thank you to Editor Dan. Fucking Rockstar Dan. Yeah, yeah. Live shows. The box. Yeah. yeah. They fucking... He sent me those videos, man. I mean, these are legitimate... Con- like, it looked like fucking... I mean, it looked like... It was a fucking show. Oh, they look like stars. I was like, this motherfucking band is going to take off and we're going to be left in the dust, Joel. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do when Dan's doing like, international tours? I know, headlining Glastonbury, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's like, who? Who are you? Wait a minute. You Come on. No, I don't know you. I don't know who the fuck you are. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, subscribe to the Voices Wrestling Podcast Network for other great shows. Give us a five-state review and some nice words on iTunes to help us move up the charts. I don't know why I said I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at the Super Jcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you.